You're listening to Mortgage Lending Mastery. Get the knowledge you need to advance your mortgage practice quickly and efficiently from Jen Duplessis, America's Mortgage Mastery Mentor with over 37 years of experience and over $1 billion in lifetime fundings. Jen has been mentoring loan officers and realtors for over 15 years and speaking on stages across the globe. So settle in and get ready as Jen and her guests share their experience, passion, and strategies to help you crack the top producer code to reach new heights in your business. And now, here's your host, Jen Duplessis, Mortgage Mastery Mentor and Head Chicken Charge of Kinetic Spark Consulting. Well, hey there, and welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Mortgage Lending Mastery. You know, we're heading up to our 12th anniversary, 12th anniversary of years, not months, not 12 episodes. God only knows how many episodes we've done. I have no idea, but I am so excited to have you here today. And I want to introduce you to our guest today, who is Spencer Dozabout. And I love it. I love how your name is. So those that are looking at it, and he just gave me a little trick on it, sort of like Jen Duplessis. I always say, think of duplex and say duplessis. And it's super easy. But he says that uh, Spencer says he does about how many sit-ups a day? Whatever. Oh, yeah, just 10. What <laughs> The number doesn't matter. Yeah. Right. So. <laughs> he does about. Yeah. So Spencer is the founder and CEO of ADM. We're going to talk about that. It's the number one mortgage CRM software that automates the core responsibilities uh, or responsibilities of clients, such as lead conversion and transaction management. And it's not even just that. It's also client retention, right? And I, I call them alumni clients, not past clients. I never call it a database. I always call it a community. So I'm going to be using those words, Spencer, just so that you know what that is. But um, he's also doing some keynoting in the mortgage industry as, as I am. So hopefully we'll run across each other. And, uh, you know, he is a serial entrepreneur starting, and I love this, I'm starting a, um, is it a nonprofit or is it a for-profit? No, it's a nonprofit. Youth-based yeah. nonprofit called Hands for Others. Hands, plural, number four, others, uh, where uh, they are, you know, going all over the world and making sure that there is um, safe drinking water for many, many kids and people all over the world. So very near and dear to my heart because as being part of the Royal Order, that's what we do. We make sure that we're out there and giving and volunteering, you know, to help the underprivileged and people that need our help. So I love that. Um, and what we're going to talk about today is your software platform, but don't hang up yet. Because we're also going to talk about how it impacts what we're experiencing in today's market that we don't have to uh, regurgitate. We all know what it's like. We all know what's happening. Um, so have, having said that, um, Spencer, tell us a little bit about why um, you uh, decided to start mortgage specific. You know, you're an entrepreneur that that wasn't necessarily in the, in the mortgage business. Why did you want a CRM specifically for mortgage people, not for realtors, not for any other business? but specifically for realtors. And then give us a little bit about the backstory on the name of your company. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and thanks for having me. It's, it's great, great to be here. Um, but, but yeah, I guess in, in general, um, I, I think that they're, they're just, the lending industry as a whole is, is very underserved from a technology standpoint. Mm -hmm. And I had had a prior company that was doing predictive data in real estate. So it's basically predicting when people be more likely to sell their home, generating leads, selling those leads to realtors, um, which uh, you know, selling leads is probably a business I'll never get into again. Um, the company yeah, still no. did pretty well. 
Um, but I just, I just remember working with a lot of realtors and, um, you know, they oftentimes would, would, would get some leads and say, Hey, look, I'm having a hard time getting in touch with these leads. And I'd, and I'd say, well, walk me through that. Um, and oftentimes they'd say things well, like, I got the lead yesterday. I, I left the message. I haven't heard back. Um, and it's like, these are internet leads. It takes five, you know, sometimes 10 touch points to really get in front of them. And I think, look, just, you know, real estate transactions are convoluted. No, you know, two, two are not the same. Um, and so I, it just started to make sense. The more I worked kind of with, 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 uh, with real estate professionals, I mean, why they, it, it would be really challenging for them to, uh, you know, carve out the time to make the, the second, third, fourth, fifth phone call, if you will. And what was surprising, there just wasn't a lot of technology to really help them do that. And I think looking at a real estate transaction, the lender is really the quarterback. If you can't get uh, the loan approved, I mean, you're, you're kind of out of luck, right? And so um, I just saw an opportunity to bring technology into the space. I think there's a lot of great technology that helps the underwriting process and the processing of loans. There's not a lot of great technology that really helps the LO um, convert more leads, engage their 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 past customers or community, as 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 you so eloquently put it, um, and just and just saw an opportunity to to build uh, to build a product that could help with that. Yeah. So let's talk about this word nurturing, you know, database or, you know, automation, because there are a lot of, you know, I've always been in the opinion, this is nothing new. Everyone's heard this on this call, on this uh, podcast, but, but it, it, you know, sending something to someone on an automated, you know, every month we send the same thing or, you know, we send a digital flyer that looks like everybody else's flyer. Every week we post something on Facebook LinkedIn, social media, and it looks like everybody else is saying it looks canned. It doesn't look customized. It's not, that's not engagement. It's just not. I mean, if you post, I look at it the same way. If you post something to the world and you get all these likes and whatever, that's akin to, I sent something to them in their email box, you know, their email or I sent snail mail and they opened it, they saw it, they liked it, they commented, whatever, but it doesn't mean that they're going to interact with me and engage with me. And we're horrible about engaging with them and calling and saying, hey, did you get that piece I sent in the mail? Did you have any questions? Do you know anybody, right? Who might have questions by, by the way, before we hang up, is there anyone else that that you know? Um, that's engagement. And same with your posting, right? Is It's not the game of, oh, you got a hundred likes or whatever. It's reaching out to those likes and saying, what'd you like so much about it so that mm-hmm. I can duplicate it, right? And so this is where the, the AI comes in, the artificial intelligence comes in and starts going, oh, I see this pattern. I see these things. Um, so I love that you're talking about true engagement, but how do you do it through a CRM? How are you going to do it through your CRM to create that engagement? Yeah, well, I think there's a couple ways. One is we've spent most of our development dollars on what we call like our automation engine. So you can basically build a workflow or um, around any around any data field, which is unique. Um, and you can do it dragging and dropping. You don't need to hire a developer. And uh, but of course, we've learned that you know loan officers are are busy, and um, you know it, it can be hard to get in there and do all that for yourself. So we've created what we call playbooks. And we've got over hundred playbooks, which are basically our best practices. Like, Hey, if you use mm-hmm. this, you're going to get some good results. Um, but, but, but really the way that we, that we look at it is let's, let's maybe take two examples here. Um, you know, take, take the example of, you know, happy home anniversary, been in your home for a year. Congratulations. Right. That just feels canned versus the example of, Hey, 
you, you know, I know it's been, maybe it's, maybe it's been like a month after, but Hey, I know you've been in your new home for a month. How's it going? You know, can I, can I like, is there anything that you need? Do I may introduce you to like a handyman or, you know, someone like Perfect that? Like, is there anything fences. I can, yeah, exactly. Can mm-hmm. I, can I help in any way? Right. You're providing value there. Um, here, here's another one that's really interesting. Uh, that maybe a good kind of comparison of how we look at this. Um, you know, we just had veterans day recently. So like, what about sending an email? Like, happy veterans day. Okay. Well, great. Again, that seems fairly canned and I mean, they might not be a veteran. So why are you wishing them a happy veterans day? Um, versus let's say maybe they do a loan with you and you saw that they had, you know, a car payment and they were going to be done with their paying off their car in 15 months. What about reaching out in 15 months saying, you know, Hey, I, if I recall, you had a car payment, you might be done paying it off by this point would you like me to, to run scenarios for you? Like if you put that towards your mortgage, here's how much you could save over the next 28 years. Right. And like, mm-hmm. it, it's that level of customization and personalization. And it's not our, our job is not to um, have those conversations with your customers. It's for us to help tee them up for you. Right. And that's um, in order to do that, you're exactly right. There's so much noise. You have to do something a little bit more personalized. You have to use data um, and, and sort of an element of, of intelligence there to really, um, you know, kind of find those opportunities. Yeah. And, you know, and I think, you know, to your point, uh, we were talking in the green room, you know, a little bit about, um, life events and, uh, this is, I, I, you know, it's amazing how these certain topics just come up. I I think this is my fourth podcast today that (laughs) I've been on. I've been on like three or four yesterday and, um, not just interviewing, but being interviewed. And and I've been talking about life events with my my students too and saying, you know, and, and by the way, it has nothing to do with this market. I've always talked about life events. Um, but someone I was just talking to came up with these nine Ds, the nine Ds of life events, you know, which is diploma and getting a dog and then getting a diamond and then getting diapers, <laughs> earning money by dollars, the dollars, getting a divorce, you know, having to babysit dad, downsizing and death. And all of these things are life events that people encounter and they happen whether the market's hot or not, whether homes are selling or not. And I think that a lot of people fail to think about life events as being a trigger and a catalyst for opportunities. For me, it's not about leads. You can try to chase leads all day long, but if you chase opportunities, you're going to find leads inside the opportunities and so much more. Um, so I love that. What So what you're suggesting then is that the, the algorithm behind this, the AI, the artificial intelligence recognizes some of those, those um, situations somehow recognizes those situations, um, you know, and be, and is able to, you know, trigger them for you and say, Hey, by the way, you might want to reach out, et cetera. And I know this is why you called your, your company ADM. So tell us a little bit more about that and what the intent was behind that for the loan officer, um, in their daily routine. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, so ADM is AI and then DM, which is, you know, kind of Latin for, for, for daily, if you will. Um, and, 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 and really the idea there is, um, can we use intelligence to help tee up opportunities for you every single day? I mean, you might not log into your CRM every day and you shouldn't yeah. have to, right? Yeah. Maybe it's once a week thing for you. That's great. But like, yeah. it doesn't mean that your technology, you know, your CRM shouldn't be working every day for you. Right. And so that's, that's really how I, we view ourselves is we're, we're trying to go to battle for you every day and 
tee up opportunities and make sure everybody's in, informed about transactions that are ongoing, all, all of that fun stuff. That's, that's, that's sort of yeah. the root of the name. How there. long, how long have you um, been uh, in business and what does your clientele look like? As far as your clientele, are you still in growth mode? Are you just starting out? Are there hiccups in your platform? And then the last question about that is, you know, what, what other platform looks most similar to yours? Now you're going to tell me there's no platform like mine. Um, yeah. of the AI built in, sure. but what's most similar, you know, obviously you were looking at competition and saying, you know, this is mm -hmm. what works here. This is gross there. I like that. And so you probably dumped that all in and said, okay, let's re-engineer this. Let's take the good from everybody, get rid of the bad and then incorporate our own in here. So, you know, for someone who's listening saying, ah, oh, you know, is this like Salesforce is the learn, which by the way, I used when I was a, a loan officer. Yep. Um, which a lot of, you know, it, the learning curve is really high for Salesforce, but when you were saying about drag and dropping your fields and not having to get a, a mm. developer, that's killer. That's unbelievable because I had to have a developer put the fields in that I wanted, you know, in my, in my CRM and create my own CRM. So I know this is a long question, right? Yeah. I guess, but I'm just kind of looking at who'd you look at to kind of perform from, and then where are you in your four stages of growth? You know, are you, your past formulation, are you in concentration and momentum? Or are you reaching stability? Yeah, that, that, that's a great question. So we started building the platform in 2019. We brought mm -hmm. it to market uh, early 2020, right as the world was actually shutting down. Um, so, we did you? you know, I think, <laughs> yeah, it was uh we, we, we didn't shut down, thankfully, and, you know, and also thankfully the industry, a lot of people were worried early on, but you know, it ended up being a good time for the industry. And so uh, we've been at this for a number of years. Um, you know, I think we're, we're, we're in a pretty rapid growth point at, at uh, you know, at, at, at this point, um, but, you know, we're, we're definitely stable and have thousands and thousands of people on, on the platform, if you will. So I think we're kind of past hiccups and, and just really trying to, to learn and grow um, with our customers, I think kind of traditionally what it's looked like for us is, um, we've worked with a lot of top producers or kind of top branches throughout the nation. So I, I think a lot of them were hungry for technology that they can really customize, get their hands on. And, and, and they had a lot of good ideas too, on how they wanted to nurture their databases. Yeah. And mm -hmm. they didn't want to spend a hundred thousand dollars on Salesforce to do that, or just maybe the other platforms in the industry, just, there's just really no customization um, available, you know, at, at that point. And so I think for us, we, we like to say we're built for the LO embraced by the enterprise over time as LOs began to, to use us. Then maybe if you was a top producing team at IMB, then that would turn into the entire IMB. Um, yeah. right. And so, uh, so, so I think we, we kind of, we, uh, so, so yeah, we, we definitely work with, with people, all, all different shapes and sizes and, um, and, uh, I guess in terms of the differentiator, which I think was the second part of your, your question, um, you know, I think what, what when I really look at the market, it's like, well, why is the Salesforce not dominating the the mortgage market, right? It dominates so many different industries and it's so big. And and you realize like, okay, to build Salesforce for mortgage, like as, as you experienced, I mean, it's so expensive. Um, you don't get adoption because it's, it's just clunky. It's not built for the mortgage industry. Um, you have to pay so much money to integrate all of your data you know, we've talked to banks that have spent $10 million trying to build out a Salesforce. It just didn't work. And the ones that got it to work, it was like, no one used it because they didn't like it and it was clunky. And so I think for us, like kind of how, how we see it is we're basically a, 
you know, it's our own proprietary tech. It's, it's not Salesforce, but we like to think of ourselves as we're trying to build a, a kind of a Salesforce solution specific to the mortgage industry, easy to use, easy to customize, um, have all your integrations, bring all your data into one spot. So you don't have to, you know, you know, pay people to, to do all of that. So we like to think of ourselves as that kind of Salesforce that, you know, so you have, have the reporting, have the workflows, have the CRM, have for all the marketing baked in, um, one spot and, that's, and I think and the that's, data is yeah. yeah the data is most important okay so I think it's so funny I'm sitting here grinning because uh when I took on Salesforce I started creating my own you know I was personalizing it for myself at the time they didn't have the lender side of it which I can't remember the name of it anymore but they had the lender side of it um they came to me they approached me and said we would like to buy what you've built out and we're going to make that our lender platform and so the lender platform that we all know today actually originated from my personal platform. The funny thing was we had a conversation with my attorney on the phone and they offered me $500 for my platform, for my stuff that I had built for lenders in there for myself. Right. And we just, it was so funny. I'll never forget it. Cause the, you know, my attorney's on another, he's on another phone in a different, you know, location. And I said, and, and I said, well, you know, what are you thinking? And is an offer there? They go, oh, maybe 500. He goes, <laughs> I mean, he just laughs so loud. It was funny. And um, we ended up settling for much, much more, but that platform, the, the lender platform was actually my platform, my specific platform, but then, and then they zamped it up and made it all pretty and did some other stuff. And then they did some bad things too, you know, like their templates are just yucky. But one mm -hmm. of the things that I do like about um, the ability, well, I had the ability and I don't know if they still have it in there is something that I call the great retrace. And it's something I use with my coaching students, but, you know, I want to go back 17 people for referrals. I want to know who gave them, who referred them, who referred them, who referred them, who referred them. I want to be able to track how many referrals, you know, every single person has given and then do that great retrace to find out where did this all stem from? And so hopefully your platform is, is you know, something that you can do there, because I would say that that's a big, big thing. Um, okay, so here we are in today's market. One of the challenges I'm hearing, because I'm interviewing loan officers, I coach loan officers, obviously, I'm speaking on stages, I'm, you know, I'm talking to people. One of the challenges is I don't feel, without saying it this way, and so everybody pardon, pardon me as I say this, but I don't feel like working because I'm not getting the results. If I go and have a one-to-one -one with a realtor, it's not going to result in business. If I meet a client, I've got plenty of pre-approvals, but no, but no houses, rates are too high. Um, it was funny and several clients recently, my husband's said, well, we decided not to offer because rates are too high. Well, then why were you looking? I mean, I just, I don't get it, but anyway, um, <laughs> that's funny. Uh, but everyone's saying, you know, if I'm doing all this work, I want to see results. So therefore I don't think I want to do the work and everyone's hibernating instead of hyper-focusing. And especially as we start heading into winter. And I talked about this exactly a year ago, same verbiage, right? The fact that you talk about life events is really the impact is stirring the database, right? Stirring your community, being the straw that stirs the market for your community, because they are having life events, regardless of what's happening in the market. Would you agree? And then can you expand on how that has helped others in the past? And maybe there's some stats on what you've seen for, it's not so much conversion. I know you talked about conversion, but it's more about 
you know, there used to be a stat that, you know, 67% of your database was where your next year's business would be, whether it's them refinancing or them referring. So maybe you have some stats on how you've been able to stir the database to be able to squeeze more out of it. And especially at a time when, you know, everyone's sort of giving up. Yeah, no, absolutely. Great question. And I think a lot of that comes down to, you, know, you kind of mentioned the reporting and data aspect of, you know, going back 17, um, you know, referrals to go and whatnot. And, and there's ways you can do that in our, in our platform. But I think we've, that's been our newest initiative is sort of investing in the reporting and data side. Cause it's so, it's so critical because we all have our instincts about, oh, this is working. This is paying off for me. You know, and, and, we, and we all have those, the software platforms where it's like, I have this platform I pay X amount of dollars for a month and it sent out these really cool emails or did this really cool thing. And I got a response and I think it's working. It's like, well, how do you know it's working? I mean, I mean what, what does the ROI actually look like? Like, do, right. do you really okay. know? Like just because someone opened an email doesn't mean that you, 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 it's even, you've ever done a transaction because of it. And so I think for us, like the way that we do look at it, I know, and, and, and just I'll, I'll kind of, I'll gloss this really quickly, but you know, we all have sort of our, our sales funnel. Um, and, you know, for every hundred leads loan officer gets, you get 20 uh, applications that, that convert you close 10 loans um, and you do about 1.6 or call it two in repeat business. Um, that's that's the sort of average, if you will, if you're crushing that, then good for you. Um, and, uh, but, but I think the way that, 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 that sort of we uh, look at that is, okay, well, how can we help increase the pull throughout those stages? So how can we help you convert you know, more leads into an application, make sure they don't fall off, go to another lender after you work so hard to pre-qualify them and make sure once you've done a deal with them that you do the next deal with them. Um, and so, and, and I think and like, there's been a lot of deals and their friends, exactly. deals, not just their deals, but everybody they're going to refer to. And, you. and I don't know if you saw this, but I think last week or two weeks ago, there was a study that came out that showed that you know, more deals are being done based on referrals from past clients than realtors. Right. And so think about how much time are you spending with your realtors? How much time are you spending with your, with your past clients? Um, you know, alumni. It, 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 yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> alumni, your, your, your alumni community. Um, yeah. So yeah. I think you're exactly right. What the two opportunities we see the, yeah. the, the greatest chance to do more deal as, as is and to help more people is to make sure people are who raise their hand, like feel like they're taken care of and can get that application converted, get pre-qualified. And the other is just to make sure that, um, that you stay in, 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 in front of them. And so, um, you know, I think some of, some of the things that we mentioned earlier, but again, it's really, uh, I think the philosophy has to be, you know, how can I provide value to my past customers? Right. And just think about yourself. Like if, 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 if you receive in a promotional email, like, when are you going to engage with that? Maybe if it's feels super hyper personalized or if it's triggered off of something very specific, right? Like we all get the black Friday emails, but <laughs> you know, how many are we, how many are we opening? How are we engaging with? And so it's starting with how can I provide value to my alumni? And again, it, it's, it's using very specific data points um, to, uh, to, to kind of hit them out at the right time as well. Yeah. And I think it's service too. I think we have to remember it's not a sales call. It's a service call. And that is value. You know, providing service and finding out what their needs are is something of value. You know, it's interesting. Last year, I had my, all, everybody in my coaching program call everyone in their, in their database, right? In their community. 
and say, hey, I'm just preparing. I'm, I'm thinking about you. Is there anything that's coming up this year that I should be aware of? Any, any life event that's coming up this year? And you don't have to share with me certain things if you don't want that you want me to be aware of so that I can put it in my calendar and know when to call you so that I'm there for you. Yep. What you're saying, so it was fantastic because what we're doing is and not forward thinking. What do you, what do you call it? Uh, <laughs> dreaming. We're not dreaming. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, we're, yeah. we're uh, forecasting. Being mindful. Right? Forecasting. Yeah, yeah, forecast, yeah, sure. We're forecasting our annuity income, right? Saying, Hey, I talked to 20 people and 10 of them have these events. Yeah. My daughter's going to graduate. My, you know, what a life event. Oh, I'm pregnant. Oh my gosh. This is so cool. Right. And so we're forecasting and forward thinking um, all of this annuity income that we're going to have that year. And if we put it on our calendar, then we, then that's a time that we're going to call instead of making the phone call and go, Oh, I wish I would have talked to you last week. I still think you're awesome, but I wish I would have talked to you last week. And so what your pro, your um, platform is and your CRM is doing is doing that for the loan officer, maybe not in January for the whole year, but predicting and forward thinking, you know, forecasting when those things would happen so that it takes it off their plate. Um, and it forces engagement at the moment that it happens. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, and that's where people sometimes get afraid of automation. And I get that. Um, I, I, I like to think of ourselves as more you know, we're, we're sort of on the defensive side of things. You can, so you can play offense. So, you know, if we're the ones uh, helping people complete their applications or letting them know what's going on in a transaction or thanking, uh, you know, a, a, a referral partner or, you know, kind of uh, you know, reaching out to someone based off a certain trigger or life event, right? Like yeah. we're, we're sort of that, you know, last line of defense. Life and, milestones. And, and, I mean, yeah, it's not exactly. like loan milestones, it's life milestones. And that's, that's really what you're doing is, you know, making sure that they come in. Because see, I think that um, we tend, I think this is across the board. I, I coach beyond loan officers. I coach business owners too. And, and we're in, we say we're not transactional and yet there is a linear process to what we do. We wait, we do the networking, we do the marketing, we get the lead, we, you know, work the lead and then, it, then we do business and we fulfill it. And then we go, thanks. That was great. Got my money next. Right. And if I think if we look at this as an infinity sign and it's what, you know, again, I, I coach a lot on this because the infinity sign is that we want to bring them back in. That's why I call them alumni because what do alumni do? They tell everybody about their school. They're like, you got to go here. You got to go here. You got to go. And so they refer people and they bring their own money back in, right? They donate back to it because they come back in as their own client, you know, referring themselves. And so if we think of this as an infinity sign, then as soon as the loan is closed, you have to, you, I'm begging and beseeching. There is no option. You have to create loyalty, to bring them back in. And you cannot create loyalty by sending something that makes you look like a commodity because you yep. follow up and engage. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I, I love that. I'm, I'll stop using the word past client or past <laughs> customer and use yeah. the word. I, I, I totally get it. And, and I love that. And, and you're exactly right. I think that's what we see is because we work with a number of the top producers around the nation. And, and we see that um, it's really, it's two things. It's like, Hey, can you, Hey, can you, can you do the follow-up work on front, uh, you know, up, up front? And it's really then, you know, how, how much business can you generate for database? And that's, that's really what distinguishes the top, um, producer awesome. from someone that's, you know, looking to become a top producer. Um, and, 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 and you're so right. There's, there's just such an opportunity to differentiate because, um, 
you know, most, most people out there are not taking the time to make those calls or investing in technology to, um, to, to really, uh, uh, get in touch with people based off of those life events. And, and to your point earlier, like it's going to be, you know, it might be a challenging winter, but we all know this is a cyclical industry and it's going to continue to get better and better until all of a sudden we're, you know, uh, sort of neck deep again. Um, but so, yeah. so why not use this time to really start to build those habits and those relationships. So that way, when, as things get better, you start to get those referrals. Yeah. Words to my ears. I mean, I say it all the time. You got to be ready for when the when happens. And yes, it's really tough now because you're doing all these activities and you're not getting the thing, the exact results that you want, but I promise you, you're building something that's going to be incredible. And instead of leaving money on the table, you're going to have more and more and more opportunities. And, you know, and these, the market share increases right during times of market contraction this is when market share increases why not get your share this is when you should be doing you know those activities so as we finish up our time here today spencer um imagine you're talking to loan officers on a regular basis you know you know how's my system working what kind of results are you getting what are you finding what are you looking for if you can share with us maybe the top one to three strategies that you're hearing, um, ahas maybe that you're hearing from others that are utilizing your system, but you're also just hearing, uh, you know, sort of the buzz and the noise that's out there. What are you hearing for those that are being, uh, that are relatively successful right now? Yeah, I think there's, there, there's a few things. Um, number, number one, one of the things that we are hearing is, um, and this doesn't come as a surprise to anyone, but you know, you know, the U.S. is sort of at an all-time high as it relates to kind of consumer debt and credit, you know, card debt especially, which mm -hmm. the rates on that are higher and a lot higher than, you know, 7%, if you will, right? And yeah. so um, we are hearing that people are starting to experience and, and believe that they'll, you know, get some opportunities to serve their um, their clients with kind of cash out refinances, things like that, to get out from under expensive debt and kind of um, you know, tap, uh, you know, uh, some of the equity that they have in their homes. Again, that really comes back to that relationship aspect. Um, you know, are you in touch with them understanding, you know, you know, kind of how your alumni are doing and, um, you know, like that, that's kind of an awkward call. If you haven't spoken to them in four years, they're not going to call you and say, Hey, I'm in credit card debt. And I need to, you know, take, <laughs> do a cash out refi, but if you're engaging with them. It's like, Hey, you know, so, so I think that, uh, there's that element, I think, which is a part of a broader theme. I think some of the best producers that we work with really like to almost position themselves as kind of that like fin financial advisor, not giving advice on like go buy stocks or, you know, yeah. Bitcoin yeah. or stuff, but, but, but really more that idea of like, Hey, I, I just like to understand how, how you're doing and, you know, uh, and, 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 and kind of come alongside you and see if there's ways that I can help you, um, you know, get out from under debt or kind of plan for the future or plan accordingly or help your kid get a, get a, you know, th things like that. So I really think it's that, it's that client for life alumni mentality. Um, and it's that sort of financial advisor. I think the people that have strong relationships with their customer base, not just the referral partners are doing um, really, really well now. So I think, um, I, I, th I think we're seeing a lot of that. And I, I think we also are starting to see more and more of kind of like different methods of communication. I think email is fairly stale. So I think we're, you know, as an industry, maybe five years ago, texting was a very, was kind of a no-no. And, you know, like in our system, you can turn on, off, whatever. But like, we are seeing a lot of people start to lean into that to say, okay, well, you know, if, if a lot of millennials are looking to buy homes, they don't read their emails. They don't want to be communicated that way. 
Like, are there other ways to not only personalize our messaging to them, but can we just communicate with them in a way that they actually um, like and, and, and engage with? So I think that's been a big shift for the last year. A lot of people that were maybe very wary of kind of using SMS and automation have said, you know what, this is, this is, this is the direction we want to go. And we all know to say stop, right? I mean, we all know stop. Um, we don't have to unsubscribe. We don't have to rerun, you know, email back, stop, remove, get, get away. You don't even have a way for me to do this, you know? Um, so we all know, <laughs> we all know how to do that. And, and now it, let me just ask you, since you brought up texting, do you have texting capability and mass situations as well as segmenting? Like, I, I just want to text veterans with a flag. I want to just text you know, purchasers in the last six months with this, or just people that have had 740 credit scores or whatever. Do you have, you have the ability to be able to do that kind of dissecting for texting? Yeah, absolutely. Again, it comes down to the trigger. So like, you know, is, uh, um, you know, but, but, but yeah, you can build campaigns and, and use, and, 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 and use texting. I think we, we obviously, we, we try to find a lot of different ways to dissuade you from uploading a list and mass texting. That's not a good thing. Um, but of course, unless, like unless rates or, drop down to three and then you just have, yeah, yeah but even, but, but that's your past customers or whatever. I think that's, that, that would be a trigger, right? right. Uh, now all of a sudden this person's a refi candidate, let's text them. I think that, yeah, absolutely. Our systems, um, you know, totally built for that and, 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 and can support it. And, and we have trainings as well on, you know, teaching others how to use texting responsibly and to not, um, you know, so that way they don't get in trouble or get their, you know, their, their bank in trouble and, and, yeah. and, and whatnot. But it definitely is something that, um, that, that we're seeing the top producers uh, start to lean into and, 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 and people are just getting better results from it. You know, it just boils, all of this boils down to relationship, 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 no matter how much automation we have, no matter how much social media we have, it is relationships and relationships are a two-way street. They aren't just throw a bunch of stuff, post a bunch of stuff, send a bunch of stuff. It's, it is a relationship. And, you know, we hone in on this all the time in coaching and I, you know, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm not over it. I just keep pushing and pushing and good. You got to have relationships, you know, you have to, and you have to know how to build them. It's not just enough to want them. Um, so what would you like to leave us with here, Spencer today? How um, uh, we'll get to how we can connect with you and that kind of stuff, but, you know, some mantra, some affirmation, some words of, of wisdom that you'd like to share with everybody. Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, you know, the, the more and more originators that I work with, um, you know, the more and more, yeah, I, I just, I start to see just how important the work that we're, we're doing is. And I say we kind of as a collective industry, you know, buying a home is the biggest investment anyone makes. Um, it's expensive. It's challenging times to get, you know, people approved in, into that home. And, um, and when the market conditions change as quickly as they can, you know, being really that trusted advisor, uh, gives you an opportunity to help a lot of people maybe get out mm -hmm. from credit card debt or, you know, you know, yeah. maybe they had a medical, you've seen people have the medical issues and okay, well, you can do a cash out and pay, you know, so there's, yeah. there's just so much opportunity to do, to do good. Um, you know, I think through, through the work that, um, do the work that we're doing. And so I just, you know, the way, the way that I see it is like, you know, there are ups and downs in this industry. I know we were kind of on top of the world and now we're, it's, uh, you know, it's a pretty big down. I don't think we're down, at the bottom but, yet either. I yeah. think we have a little ways yeah. to go. Yeah. You know, I, maybe, I maybe it's true. Bottom... It'll, it'll, it'll come back and, you know, stay, stay the course and, and, and think about like, you know, who do you want to be? What do you want to be doing? What technology do you want to be using? 
um, when, when it comes around because it will and now's the chance to do that. So, you know, it's just, we have to kind of accept where we're at and control what we can control. And you can absolutely control how many past clients you're talking to and what technology you're using and how you're building your team and you can control all of those things. And so, you know, it's just as hard as it is, let's, um, you know, that's, that, that's kind of, that, that's kind of where we're at. And it's an opportunity we're not going to get when rates come down and people are looking and to refinance again. Chaos again. Yeah. And then yeah. we, woulda, coulda, shoulda, right? You know, I think it, it boils down to this is you don't want to be a commodity, then stop acting like one. <laughs> yeah. Right. If you don't want to be perceived as a commodity, then stop acting like it, right? Engage yeah. with your clients. And this is just another way for you to have the resources and, um, you know, automation to be able to do it so that the excuse of, I don't have time to write down their birthday and write down this and write down that. And I, oh, pick up on the fact they said this, you know, this is a way for you to be able to tap in and, and at least get something more than what you're already getting. And so I hope that this podcast has been, um, this episode has been helpful to you, you know, to take a look at what Spencer has to offer at ADM. So Spencer, what is the best way for us to reach you? Yeah, absolutely. So I think the best way to, to, to learn more about what we're doing and see more of the product is to go to thinkadium.com. So that's thinkaidium.com. Um, we love for you. We, and, and we're always, again, all shapes and sizes. We love working with um, LOs that are in the in the trenches or new to the business and have feedback for us. We have, we publish our roadmap and suggestions on our site. We love when people give us suggestions and kind of upvote, downvote what stuff we should be building, what's to be most helpful. Um, so, you know, we're, 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 we're very much about our own, our own community and building the best, uh, the best solution. So yeah, love, love, love for y'all to take a look and can always connect with me um, on, on LinkedIn as well. That's probably the, it's the only social media that, um, that I use, but yeah, no, it's, it's been great. Jen, I think, you know, very aligned with uh, sort of how, how you see the uh, how you see the industry, and I'll, I'll never forget the alumni versus past client. I'm gonna race past client from my uh, um, <laughs> good, yeah, good. My I love it. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you again for being such a great guest, and be sure that you know when you reach out to Spencer, you let him know that you heard this on Mortgage Lending Mastery, you know, and um, he'll take great care of you. So, with that, we will catch you on the next episode. And don't forget, go to YouTube and subscribe to my channel so that you can see all of our episodes, listen to all of our episodes, and all kinds of other goodies that we have over there. We have all kinds of resources for you to learn from. So, we look forward to catching you on the next episode. Have a great one. Thanks for listening to Mortgage Lending Mastery. Be sure to subscribe to hear more sales tips, ideas, strategies, and tactics to help you with your personal and professional growth to multiply your results in record time. And if you like what we're doing, don't forget to give us a rating and review so we can continue to bring you the best content possible. Wanting more beyond the podcast? Join our Mortgage Lending Mastery membership community where you will find extended interviews with our favorite guests weekly training, tips, and insider secrets, fireside chats with Jen, free content, meet, share, and collaborate with other members, and so much more. Click the link in the show notes to learn more about this exclusive content. Mortgage Lending Mastery is an industry syndicate charter podcast. Industry Syndicate is the first podcast network specifically for the mortgage and real estate industries. Get the Industry Syndicate app in the App Store or Google Play today.